get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky We'll break it down after the game with the guys Hometown heroes with their own sports bar The best coverage in Denver Don't go too far Just turn on DNVR We are DNVR The Chiefs go down Chiefs go down. What a way to start the NFL season. What a way to start hate week here Mm -hmm. in Colorado. One of three completed. Chiefs lose. Tomorrow the Buffs need to take care of business. And then the Broncos need to take care of business on Sunday against the Raiders. How does it feel starting the season with the half game lead on the Chiefs? This is a great great way to start i mean we're we're ahead in the division right now yeah. i would say so um i think we called it me and hank i think we oh, were yeah. on it. i won't say who all gave their predictions I but i'll just say just me and hank were on felt it so obvious uh, you know no, you can blast it felt me. right you can blast yep. me. i think we even said like yesterday with alexis we said like by one point hey look we're on point on the podcast if you're not tuning in to get your news mm-hmm. man i don't know where you're going because you're not getting the right news yeah hopefully you didn't listen to me um but four and one on the show and i was the only one holding us back um you know it's awful when you pick an afc team uh afc west team to win and they lose and you guys let me hear it as you should yeah <laughs> i bet i bet you are feeling awful. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. I, you know, I, I'm okay. I, I said I, I was happy if that, if that happened. Now you guys were you a, happy? Now you, of course I was. Okay. Look at the, look at the division standings okay. right now. Mm-hmm. Chiefs own one. Hank, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I don't be, know. People I on Twitter seem yeah, to think that been, those are your Chiefs. Yeah, they're thinking they're your, that's they're, your team now. Yeah, a- absolutely not. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into that game because there were some fascinating things with that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, But let's talk about this Denver Broncos game first, the last podcast. We've probably done 180 podcasts since the last Broncos game. And 180 podcasts, we haven't been talking about an actual game. This is the last one. That's a lot of podcasts. It's a ton of podcasts. This is the last (laughs) one until the actual game. Can you guys believe it's here? I'm ready for the season, man. I think the offseason is tough. All you have is really baseball to watch. <laughs> yeah. I think Oof. football, everybody's ready for it. College football is back. Now the pros are getting into the swing of things. So it's my favorite time of year, man. So I'm ready for the Broncos to get rolling. Start off with a win, man. We got to start with a big victory. That's that's key for us. It still doesn't feel real to me. Like, it still doesn't feel like it's game week. And I, I that must just be that something that's wrong with me. But I still don't get like the oh yeah Sunday it's actually gonna happen they're actually gonna play I'm not I'm not sure what's wrong with me it still just feels so far away. You didn't get the cut. I think I you know like there's certain it. things that teach you know like when <laughs> when I was playing I always knew you got a cut on Friday yeah. you got a massage Friday night and that was leading <laughs> up to the game like when you when you haven't when your schedule's thrown off I think mm, that's what it is. That's man. probably what it is. Yeah, if I if my haircut had worked out this morning I would be I would be feeling ready to go. I I was saying it's been rough couple of days just so much writing and i'm gonna plug it uh i have like a big thing on josie jewel and alex singleton that's gonna be up hopefully tonight maybe tomorrow morning but definitely look at that because i was up until like three last night writing and so i'm a bit of a mess but it's gonna be good so make sure you're on the lookout you are a mess you're a mess after the chiefs lost last no. night you didn't get any sleep you missed <laughs> no. your haircut um but i i mentioned speaking of looking at things i mentioned colorado nebraska um there's kind of been a rule around cu whenever they play nebraska mm-hmm. and dion coach prime has instituted that again do you guys know what that rule is i have no clue henry oh yeah well he said no red in the locker room okay but and and everybody's like wow look he's really holding up the tradition they used to just be never any red in the locker room <laughs> it wasn't like nebraska week it was just never never ever allowed so but shadur has his like shoe deals and gets all this these red like air force whatever like it is what it is so but that that's kind of the the rule around nebraska yeah. week right With oh yeah eight week no red um todd what color are your pants black Ooh. uh henry what color is your sweatshirt black and gray silver 
Silver shiny. What the hell, guys? What the hell? No, this you're is not. Raiders. Are you, are you no, cheering for the Seahawks no and all this stuff? No I think they're kind of rival I'm now, too. I'm just saying no black here. No black? Uh, yeah, no no black oh. on Raiders Zach's week. glasses are also that black, by the way. If you yeah, want what to the hell? Yeah. Whose glasses are black? Yours. Oh, you mean my tortoise glasses? Ooh, okay. That's 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 brown and <laughs> a lighter brown. Yeah, here. Thank you very much. Looks black from here. Oh well, it's not. Huh. Um, hey, I was I was coming black whether uh, whether I could change it or not. So <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I could have changed that one. Um, but the pants, man. I, I you know black's my favorite color. Um, mm -hmm. Can't say that this week, Todd. But Can't say that. It's outside of football. Yeah. I've said how much I've hated the Raiders. I think yeah, every single show, know. everybody knows it's that. It's all like Zach and the Chiefs. And I got the blue one. I came with the blue, the Bronco yep. blue. So you know true. What I'm yep. I'm ready to rock, yeah, baby. Yeah, see, I got the Bronco blue, too. Hank, where you at? Henry Z. This, only, is, this oh is all navy. Gosh, wow. Navy, 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 navy. Orange? That looks black, Henry, on it's, your shoes. No, it is not. <laughs> it is definitely not. Um, how about no black on Sunday for you, Henry? Not Since gonna it's happen. Favorite color? Not gonna not happen. Gonna, I feel oh like it just, it just, God. it's You're the most important color. You're going to the stadium. Color. Yeah, but I'm not. Wow, Henry's going to the stadium wearing black. Mm. Can't believe this. I cannot believe this. Wow. Um, I'm gonna take an outfit pick uh, of you. Do do your thing. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into this game. We broke down what eight different keys to mm -hmm. the game yesterday. Did. Um, but how is this game going to unfold? Not what the keys are. Not what needs to happen. But how is it going to unfold here? I think it's going to start off um, with the offense coming out, firing on all cylinders. They're going to look good the first quarter, and I think the Raiders are going to need time to adjust. So I think I definitely see the Broncos going down and scoring um, within the first quarter, and then the Bron and then the uh, Raiders kind of adjusting and then maybe holding us out of points that second quarter, and then we come back in the third to gain some more. Um, but I do the think the Broncos will start off on a hot streak, on a hot start, and be able to have the running game going, the passing game, play-action pass working, um, and some new plays. That first 15, Sean's first 15 yeah. is legendary, man, so I think he'll come with it. And that's why, I mean, you shocked me by saying the Broncos are going to start off hot on offense mm -hmm. because you got to go back to Peyton Manning's days to when you can confidently say the Broncos are going to start hot on offense, and the key is Sean Payton's 15 plays. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, he may come with some plays. His 15 plays are going to be so unique to every team. He's putting new things in every week, depending on who they're playing. So there, there might be, you know, things we've never seen from Sean, we've never seen from the Broncos that are specifically tailored for this Raiders defense. So that's what I'm most happy about and most excited about. And I think he's going to put together a great game plan for them. And, and I, what's so exciting to me is that that defense just gives you a blank canvas. Like mm -hmm. you've got Max Crosby out there. Anything else you want to do should work. Like if you want to go into this game and run the football, you should be able to do that. If you want to, if you want to throw it deep, you should do that. You want to get that quick game going, which is where I think they're probably going to start, those corners aren't stopping that. So you really get to think, what do we do well, and just put that to use. And on top of that, something that with Sean's 15, first 15 that, that's going to work this week is when we've talked to Vance Joseph and all of the defensive guys this week, they've said, yeah, we're not exactly sure what this Raiders offense is going mm -hmm. to look like because, sure, it's the same play caller and head coach Josh McDaniels, but it's a different quarterback. How are they going to mold together? Is it going to be more of what Jimmy's done in San Francisco? Is it going to be more of what Josh has done in the past? Or is it going to be what they did together in New England? We kind of have to, we're ready for it all, but we have to see how it comes together. Not with, the, not with the Raiders' defense. The Raiders' mm -hmm. defense is the same. I mean, pretty much the personnel is mm -hmm. the same outside of now Chandler Jones. And then also the defensive coordinator is the same. So Sean knows exactly what he's going to get. He has so much film on these guys, so he can put together that first 15. And uh, you're giving me Sean Payton against a bottom-tier defense in the first 15 that Sean has had uh, nine months to prepare for? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you said, Todd, every week, uh, Sean's first 15 is going to be great. This one, especially good. And I don't think he's going to hold back any punches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to see trick plays, deep shots, as you alluded to. Yep. Sean's going to get in his bag, where I think a lot of other coaches say, no, we're going to save that stuff for the fourth quarter, or we're going to save that stuff for later in the season. Mm -hmm. No. Not that, not this week. I think Sean knows how important a fast start is in this game and for the season. Yeah, and his mind is always working. So I think that he's not afraid to use the trick play because I'm thinking of 20 more. Like, I don't think that ever that vault runs out for him. He doesn't have mm -hmm. to save things to, you know, the back half of the year. He's so uh, creative with what he does. So I look for him, like you said, to be in his bag, man. It's going to be a great game. Great win on Sunday. 
three great wins in Colorado over the weekend, man. Let's go. Todd, uh, you and I have just been having a great conversation about this game, and Henry is over here just on his computer talking to the people in the chat, not even paying attention to us. That, that's not true. That I hurts. Could, well, I could I could say every word you guys just said. <laughs> I'll, re, I'll reenact <laughs> yeah, the entire podcast. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> oh, the football's back. Oh, wow, that, that was yesterday. That was yesterday's oh, beginning. Oh, football's back was yesterday. Yeah. This is – the more I think about it, though, I do wonder – what difference Marcus Peters will make. Cause that's a good smart football player. And if, if you run him deep, like you can probably get away from him, but I don't know. Like I said, I kind of thought you'd go into this game and it's a lot of the Cortland Sutton, like slant quick out, like maybe like a hitch over the middle, whatever it is. And you kind of get him going underneath. That's where Marcus Peters is good though. Like he's that cover two, just jumping balls type of corner. So I almost wonder if that's not what you do. Like, maybe you do go deeper right away and make him run. Because it's a rookie on the other side, but if you only have Sutton as, a, like, a real starting NFL receiver, you put Peters on him, and they're going to... It makes me think you've got to send him deep. You don't want to mess around with the underneath stuff. So do you think they're not going to have Jerry Judy? No, I don't think so. Why? It's at just so quick. It's just so quick. Like, I get that he's excited, and he feels good, and he's getting better day by day, like he says, but it mm -hmm. does feel like this is one of those where... He's still just a week away. I think that's a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what I would do. Uh, but he's practiced on Wednesday and Thursday. And he had some interesting comments yesterday mm -hmm. in the locker room, Todd, that I want to get your opinion of. Uh, he was asked about his hamstring, said it's feeling good, feeling better by the day. He just wants it to continue to feel better all the way up till Sunday. And then he said, um, when asked who makes the decision, he said, it's my body. It's my decision I don't disagree with that, mm -hmm. but I feel like typically throughout the years when I've been covering this team, the coaches are like, yeah, it's up to the medical staff. If he feels good, he's, he's going to go. Uh -huh. Are there some battles between players, coaches, players, medical staff when it comes to injuries like this, where it's not like a broken bone and you feel, you, you know, you know, it's healthy where it's more of a hamstring. Yeah. All the time. Um, and I think guys, when you have that hunger and that, dog mentality you're going to want to play and I think Jerry is one of those guys but there's often times that sometimes either the uh, training staff or a coach has to like save a player from his own self like although you may feel good right now we need you for 16 weeks after this so we this may not be the week for you because we need you for the long haul so um, I hope that he um, is being smart about his injury if he's healthy I want to see him out there but oh, yeah. at the same time I don't want him to injure himself any further yeah I mean it's it's up to him to either say like yeah my hamstring feels good or it doesn't feel good you know and the doctor can't say actually no it doesn't feel good or actually no it does feel good so I do think it it does kind of come back to Jerry and just like it's 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 him saying what it feels like you know and yeah. I'd have to imagine at this point the doctors have already cleared him for mm -hmm. him to be on the field on Wednesday and on Thursday mm -hmm. how important is he for this game Ooh. specifically is he the difference in a win and a loss. I think he can be because we talked about their defense. Um, that's not the strong suit of this Raiders team. So having him out there as another weapon, when you're kind of limited for weapons right now, it's very important. And he's one of the best players on that offense. I think anytime you're losing uh, one of your top players, you're not going to perform the same. So him being out there is just going to be a completely different offense than without him. I think they're going to be missing him if he's not there. You know, he'll be making some big plays if he is. And, you know, I mentioned Marcus Peters, not a dominant player like he was earlier in his career, but, you know, a good, smart veteran who can make a play or two. Do you know who the starting corner on the other side of the field is? A rookie. Better than <laughs> I thought you would do. Uh, yeah, Jacorian Bennett, the fourth rounder out of Maryland. It's his first game. If, if you have a receiver lined up from him because Peters has to pay attention to one of these two, you have to love that matchup. And I, I am I allowed to give my prediction? I don't think he's the difference between winning and losing, but mm -hmm. I do think that if the Broncos lose and Jerry's not out there, I'm going to say, I think they would have won with Jerry out there. Mm -hmm. So then he kind of is the difference between winning and losing. Only if they kind lose. Of. I don't <laughs> think, I think they're going to win. <laughs> so I, I think, I think with Jerry, why he's so important in this game, this is all about the resurrection of Russ, mm -hmm. him coming back from last season. <laughs> he needs all the weapons at his disposal in order to do that. And Jerry is the most dynamic threat. Maybe not the best receiver right now, although I think he is. But some people might take that argument for Cortland Sutton. But I think he's the biggest threat. And this team needs deep shots mm -hmm. and deep plays. And we've seen Jerry in the past take a five-yard slant and take it 90 yards for a touchdown after yep. that. So I think having him is going to be so key saying that. If he's 
I'm holding him back because mm-hmm. Jerry Judy risking it for this game, uh, it isn't worth it to me. Um, but the Broncos, another part that we're not talking about yet is the run game. They should dominate this uh, Raiders front seven mm-hmm. in the run game. Just double Max Crosby, run away from him, run towards him and double him. Uh, you, you really should have your way. This offensive line is going to struggle in pass protection at least the first few weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. They should hit the ground running when it comes to that run game. Yeah, they're built for the run game. I think the guys that they brought over were more so run blockers than pass blockers. So I think, you know, we talked about the limited uh, bodies at wide receiver and the dynamic backfield that we do have. And we now know Javante is healthy. He is 100%. So I would look to them to lean on the run game a lot more than the past. And it helps Russ out. When Russ doesn't have that much pressure on him because the run game is working, we're able to eat time off the clock. It just makes the whole game smoother and better for our offense. So I look for them to lean on him. And I and I, and I I can't say that I would run away from it. I think if it's working, we should stick with it. I mm-hmm. mean, if we get some passes to Cortland and Jerry, that's fine. But if the run game and these guys are running for, you know, 190 yards apiece, like we should stick with that. And then on top of that, if you're running the ball, you're eating up clock, Mm -hmm. you're keeping, not Jimmy G on the sideline, you're keeping Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams on the sideline, and I'm way more scared of them than I am of this Raiders defense, so that might just just play keep away. How do you you keep Josh Jacobs and Devontae Mm -hmm. Adams from beating you? You just don't give them the ball. And we got some big news coming down the wire right now regarding this game, and I'll tell you about it. After I tell you about how to get tickets to this game, you are going to want to go to this game. See you, Nebraska, if you haven't got tickets yet. That might be a little too expensive. I think those tickets are $400, at least of last night. I think that was the average cost of the ticket or average cost of the cheapest ticket. I heard earlier that they're going down. They're going down, and that's what game time says. Wait until the last minute to get your tickets. But the Broncos game, last night, there was like $114 to get in. Probably going down as well. And if you wait till game time and go over to game time, tickets are going to be the best price. So check them out. Download the Game Time app and use the code DNVR when you sign up to get $20 off your first purchase. So let's say you find a Broncos ticket for $80, you're going to get in the door for $60 against the Broncos or against the Raiders. That's going to be an awesome game to be at. So download Game Time app, use that code DNVR. And shout out to our friends over at Splash Sports. DNVR has a weekly Pick X contest for everyone to participate for real money. This is how you enter. You head to SplashSports.com forward slash DNVR and sign up. You deposit cash to get started and enter DNVR's weekly NFL Pick X contest for just $20. The first prize is $7,500. The second prize is over $2,000. The third prize is over $1,000. And they'll be running these contests weekly. So you want to get in. You want to win you some money and make you some money. If you want to run your own contest, you can sign up to be a commissioner right through our link. Earn money for the contest you've already run it with your family and friends. You don't want to miss out. Head to splashsports.com forward slash DNVR and sign up using the code DNVR. Wow, I look over at you here right now. We talk about no black or silver on this pod. He has a black and silver hat on. Mm-mm. He has black headphones, and he also has silver headphones. I mean, he's just giving the middle finger wow. to me crazy. just right across the camera. First of all, I have my, my shirt is black, but it's Avalanche Championship gear. I didn't talk about your shirt. Second of all, my hat is Mexico because I am Mexican. Third of all, these are gold headphones because it's gold and black as my shorts because it's go buffs oh, all day, every yeah. day. Silver okay. over here. Okay, okay. Wow. okay who's um, ready? Yeah, here. Are you ready for this? Jeff Todd Davis's signed card pulled up. Here we go. We're going to give away a Todd Davis signed card on this show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's comment Todd Father on the pod. Wow, to be Todd Father. Did anybody like ever call you Todd Father? Uh, I can't say I've heard that one before. Wow. But I feel like every... Like every I do like it. <laughs> every Todd who winds up being like a... A big athlete. Like, uh, Todd Helton yep. was Todd Father. Todd yep. Frazier was Todd Father. Yeah. Th- maybe you're entering your Todd Father era. Hey, I'm cool with that, you know? <laughs> you're the Todd Father of this pod. The Todd, the Todd Father. Father. I'm the good Todd with Father. that. Sophisticated. We look for your wisdom. And we're going to look forward to your wisdom on these picks. But comment Todd Father and hit us with a <laughs> thumbs up. And if you do both of those things, you're going to be entered in to win this signed Todd Davis card. It's awesome. So comment Todd Father. Hit us with a thumbs up, and you will be entered. We're going to pick those winners 
in the fourth segment. So stay tuned. Already got a couple of those coming in. Mm -hmm. Hit us with a thumbs up and comment Todd Father to get in there. Okay, the news for this game. No surprise, but Josh McDaniels said Chandler Jones will not play in this game. When you look at this Raiders defense, it's Max Crosby. Obviously, he's the number one. All of your attention has to be on him. Mm -hmm. The number two, it probably is Chandler Jones because yeah. of the talent that he has. He hasn't been that game wrecker for a couple of years, but just two years ago, he had four sacks in week one when he was with the that's Cardinals. Right. You don't I have to worry about, about that. that this game. So that, that that's, I mean, for this, for this team where I think the Broncos can can shut down Max Crosby, limit him enough mm -hmm. by sending enough resources to him. If you have two guys, one on each side, that makes it really, really mm -hmm. difficult to do. Now they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, because you only have so many bodies up front to be able mm -hmm. to block two dominant edge rushers, and then you leave a lot of guys one-on-one, -on -one, and that's a problem for everybody. So just handling him, I know, is one of our keys to the game. Um, now we can double-team, triple-team, and <laughs> we can put all the bodies we need because I think the O-line feels pretty confident about going one-on-one -on -one with everybody else across the front four. So, uh, yeah, stop Max Crosby. No Chandler Jones. Marcus Peters, I think he's a great – he's been a good corner, but I think mm -hmm. he's very beatable. He takes a lot of chances. He guesses a lot. So if you give him some routes that aren't uh, what he's expecting, you're going to be wide open and you can make big plays. So I don't – necessarily fear him on the defense mm -hmm. either so really max crosby is the only person we have to worry about yeah and it seems like tyree wilson is probably going to step in chandler jones role yeah. the first rounder from texas tech um it's a rookie in his first game I'm not too worried with max crosby though you know i i went through like cut-ups of mike mcglinchy and what happened to him last season and there were a couple rough plays against max crosby but I went back through a couple days ago just to like watch what happened. And he got beat on like a miscommunication. Like he just runs inside. Not sure if it was his fault, the guard's fault, whatever. That one doesn't really count. And I think it was the second play of the game that he just got beat in space on like a spin move. And it was an ugly play. Ball got out quick, so it didn't really matter. The rest of the game, McGlinchey, even when he was on an island, kind of just locked Crosby up, which I didn't realize. You know, I, I had just seen the couple of plays where he got beat in an ugly way and thought this isn't good. But in going back through McGlinchey actually held his own. I still think you, you send a lot of double teams. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, you, you send Samaji in the background, just say like, Hey, you're helping out regardless, I, whatever you want to do. You probably don't trust McGlinchey on an Island just because you don't have to allocate your resources anywhere else. But I do I do kind of think he could hold up. No, 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 no. You don't no. think he could? No, no, no. Really? Um, and have you have you watched you training camp? Have you have you Ma watched every snap of when he played him last Max year? Max Crosby against, or I'm sorry, Nick Benito against Mike McGlinchey, mm -hmm. Jonathan Cooper, Frank Clark. The Max Crosby's way better than all he of is. these guys. And another thing, you said there was a miscommunication. Uh, mm -hmm. How long what, has that 49ers offensive line pretty much been the same offensive line for a long I time? I have no idea. This is a brand new <laughs> offensive line, mm -hmm. two new pieces in this offensive line. There's probably going to be miscommunications. Mm -hmm. And you know who's going to take uh, advantage of those miscommunications? It's Max Crosby. Mm -hmm. It's not anyone else on that Raiders front seven. So that's mm -hmm. why even if you think that McGlinchey can do a pretty good job, you still have a running back there. Mm -hmm. So if there's a miscommunication, mm -hmm. even if it's not on Mike McGlinchey, that a running back's there to chip him. You have Manhurts there to, to help. Um, and no, I'm not letting Max Crosby win this game because I think that Mike McGlinchey can hold his own. I, I'm not doing yeah. that. And that's that's smart. Like, I don't think you actually do let him go one-on-one -on -one with him. But if you're Mike McGlinchey, you say... I've got tape like that. That would have been an A game grade for what he did lining up one on one with Max Crosby, which is ridiculous. And I don't know. I like even on a touchdown run, like he just pancakes him like he manhandled Crosby and you still mm. probably don't trust it just because there's no reason to. But I do. I'm, I'm a little bit hyped about McGlinchey at the moment. Mm -hmm. I, think yeah. it, I, I think I I trust him to do a good job, but I, I do want help over there. I'm not going to leave him yeah. on an island all game. But the one thing I am nervous about that I want the Broncos to have prepared for is when you have one dominant pass rusher, defensive coordinators find different ways to get them different matchups. 
So first and second down, he's definitely going to be on the edge. But third down, he may be one-on-one with Powers. He may yep. be one-on-one with Cushionberry. Like, they're going to move him around because he's the only player they have. <laughs> so I hope that the Broncos have, are ready throughout the entire offensive line because it may be a situation where, you know, they may go five-on-five, five, big-on-big. Everybody mm-hmm. has a man, and you have Max Crosby lined up over the center, and you can't chip from there. So then, you know, Cushenberry yep. has to find a way to win. So I hope everybody's prepared that they're going to move him around. They're going to find ways to get favorable matchups for him because he is their bread and butter right now. Oh, yep. That reminds me so much of Aiden Hutchinson last night. I mean, of what a game wrecker he was. And I don't even know if he sacked Mahomes, mm-hmm. but every single play, Aiden Hutchinson was destroying uh, the Chiefs offensive line. And first and second down. He was lining up outside. Yep. We saw the continual false starts that the <laughs> Chiefs were doing that wasn't going to be called. And they had to do that because of how good Hutchinson was. And then on third down, they line him up inside, and then he would just slide right by a guard yep. and get in there <laughs> into Mahomes' face. And you're absolutely right. That's something that the Broncos are going to have to be aware of. And I think that the way this game is going to boil down, it's kind of how I've been viewing it all week. And I think the Broncos are viewing it this way. The Broncos have to beat three guys, contain three guys. Max Crosby on the defensive side, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs. If they do that, they're not losing this game. And Mm -hmm. just contain. You don't have to shut these guys down. They're they're all superstars Mm -hmm. at at their own position. When they play the Broncos. Uh, That's for sure. But also, (laughs) Josh Jacobs led the NFL in rushing last year. Yeah, he did. But like Max Crosby, like Max Crosby, I was going through these numbers. If, If he were to play the Broncos every game, just his career average, he would set the single season sack record. Mm -hmm. If he were to only, if he had his career average for games against teams other than the Broncos, he would have a seven and a half sack season. Yeah, yeah. Like against the Broncos, unstoppable, yeah. unbelievable. Mm. Against the rest of the league, yeah, solid. But Devonte Adams is a top three receiver, if not Definitely. the number one yeah. receiver in the NFL. So you're, I mean, I, I still think Max Crosby is an elite pass rusher, um, and these other two guys are, are super elite. But when you talk to Vance Joseph, he says, yeah, the number one thing is stopping their best guys mm-hmm. and when he's referring to their best guys he's talking about those two guys mm-hmm. and then the rest will take care of itself so i think this is this game plan's very simple on offense max crosby then you're fine mm-hmm. on defense and it's a lot easier said than done slow down josh jacobs and i really think they're gonna say seven guys to stop josh jacobs yeah. one guy on the tight end one guy uh mm-hmm. on uh, uh jacoby myers and then two guys on Devonte adams mm-hmm. There's a game plan. And uh, that's yeah. that's it. That's yeah. what we talked about. And I think that it's uh, if somebody else steps up and make a play, I think we live with that. As long as it's not mm-hmm. those two constantly killing us, yep. then we'll find a way to to win the game. But we're definitely we're just going to take the ball out of their hands. We're not even going to let them be an option for this game. Yep. And get those safeties on the field. I think this is a big week for getting all three safeties out there. As, I mean, against that 12 personnel, you've got two tight ends out there who are much better receivers than they are blockers. If you're loading the box, you've got eight in the box, and you've got two of them are Caden Stearns and Kareem Jackson, and they can kind of handle the coverage aspect so you don't feel like you're... like It's almost it's almost like cheating out of that big box just because you have that speed right there. So I would love to see that as well. Also and with Josh just Jacobs, Justin overhead. Yeah, Justin yeah. overhead. you got Devontae and Pat together. and This is where Kwan Williams would... I know. Be yeah. so crucial for be, them because yeah. he can yeah. stop the run and he can cover. Yeah. He's a nice. big body. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah. So who? What's more likely to happen? Which one is more likely to be stopped? Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs, or Devontae Adams? Devontae. You got Pat Sertan. Devontae. Yep. Is more likely to be stopped. I do. I will say just because you have Pat Sertan, they might say, you know what, we're just going one on one here, and saying if he's. If Devontae just turns out to have like an average game for a starting receiver, that's kind of a win. So, uh, but but the, just that approach of going one on one instead of like double team Max Crosby loading the box against Josh Jacobs, the results might be different or might not be as good. But I do think that that's the easy answer. Just like you have Pat Sertan, you put him on Devontae, you might just win that matchup. I think you gotta you gotta give him help with Justin Simmons, and that's what mm-hmm. I would like to see happen. It's hard for me to say that just after the two games that Devontae had last year, mm-hmm. um, but. According to Vegas, it's Josh Jacobs easily. And I'm not talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. Bet 365, guess what Josh Jacobs' rushing yards are over under for this week's game. It blows my mind because we've talked about how in the seven games, Josh Jacobs averages over 100 rushing yards mm-hmm. per game against Broncos. Last year, he had like 167 and a half yards from scrimmage in both games. 
What would you guess is over under yards are? Now that you said it's something crazy, it blows your mind. I'm going to guess level 42. Okay. I'll go 79. 70 and a half. 70, wow. Mm. Bet365 saying that the Broncos are going to hold him. If that's the case, Broncos are going to run away with this game. Mm -hmm. Run away. If that's even close to that, it's not going to be a close game. He had 143 yards and wins last year. He had 71 in losses. Hmm. It's so simple. They're saying they're going to lose. Three, six, it's five, simple, yeah. They're they think they're going to lose. <laughs> well, like All that. right, let's get into our game picks. But first, let's get into some games around the AFC West. Only one other game in the AFC West this week since the Broncos are playing the Raiders. The Dolphins are going into Los Angeles. But let's start with last night's game. Mm. Uh, one point loss for the Chiefs. What was your biggest takeaway from that game? Um... We need Travis Kelsey to stay on the sidelines <laughs> yeah. throughout the year, and we need Tony to be the number one target <laughs> yes. when we play them. Oh, my goodness. What a miserable game for him. Oh, man. All the receivers. He spent all offseason talking crap to Giants fans because that's mm-hmm. the team he was on. He was yeah. telling them how he was going off, going to go off this year. And, boy, did he have the opportunity to be yeah. that number one receiver, to go mm-hmm. off, especially without Travis Kelsey there. And he was the reason they lost the game. The sole reason. Mm-hmm. 100% of the reason. He doesn't drop one of those three or four balls. Mm-hmm. They probably win. Yep. He doesn't drop the one that turned into a pick, pick six. six yeah. They definitely yep. win. But, Henry, you're right. I mean, it wasn't just him. It was I everybody. mean, Sky Moore, a couple of balls went through his hand. Would have been tough catches, but he mm-hmm. wasn't able to come down with those. Um, their second-round rookie had, had one mm-hmm. or two drops as well. And, boy, did that offense i don't think mahomes necessarily missed kelsey mm-hmm. that offense missed kelsey yeah that was the thing is that whole offense was just terrible outside patrick mahomes yeah. but because it's football if you have a quarterback who plays like that they were right in it the entire time they were but i feel like i can remember every decent play that a receiver made or even like like i remember Jarek mckinnon he had like a nice catch i think on like a third down like over his head like coming yep. straight up the middle and there's like hey that's that was a nice play that somebody made from Mahomes. Or there was the the broken tackle from the tight end. Eric Gray? Eric? Noah. Gray. Noah, Noah Gray. Gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Gray a nice breaks, one. And he's like, oh, that was a good play. But I feel like that's just about it yep. from mm-hmm. anybody who wasn't Mahomes on that offense. Yep. And I, it's probably as soon as Travis Kelsey gets back, then everything opens up and it, it'll probably just look different. But it was nice to see that. If you have Travis Kelsey as a fantasy tight end, last night told you he is going to eat <laughs> this yes. year. And that just is a little hint at what the Broncos have to do. Yeah. Double Kelsey. Yeah. I don't care. If you're using Pat Sertan and Justin Simmons, go for it yeah. when they play them. Because if Kadarius Tony's going to beat you, okay, good for him. Yeah. I, I don't trust any of their guys to beat you. Mm-hmm. And then how about on the other side? You think they wish they would have paid Chris Jones when they needed a couple of big stops mm-hmm. and they needed their defensive line to step up? And you just looked across their defensive line and it's just like small guys, and they were getting bullied yep. mm-hmm. by that Lions offensive line. I mean, so much credit to the Lions, so much credit to their offensive line. But Chris Jones sitting up in that suite would have been pretty sweet for them to have him on the field. Yeah, I know. Uh, they probably wish they had paid him, but I think in their minds, they only gave up 14 points exactly. on defense. They weren't bad. So they're probably like, uh, we'll, we'll get these guys figured out. You know, <laughs> We'll find a way. Because 14 points, I mean, if you hold people to 14 points, you yeah. should win yeah. 99% of those games. So I think in their minds, I don't know if they're missing him, but you know, we have to see him. He's coming back week eight no matter what, right? Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So, dang. well he won't be there week six if he continues this holdout okay perfect so broncos may not have to see him um okay let's jump in to this well let's first let's see the standings of uh our picks (laughs) yep it's my my i I gotta i gotta face face the music um whoa wait what that is not what i told him that's not what i told him i said me owen yeah pull up the slack you hear you said i'm one of I said I'm 0 and 1. So yes, I'm 0 and 1. Everyone yes. else is 1 and 0. But I'm curious, what, what? Am, I, am I gonna be able to pick up some some uh, some ground this week? I'm curious where you guys are going. Uh, I think I have an idea where you're going with the Broncos Raiders game. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where you're going with Dolphins Chargers. This might be just one of the best pure games, mm-hmm. uh, entertainment. Uh, how close it's going to be. Games of the entire weekend. Dolphins going into Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Todd, how do you see this one unfolding? 
You know, I'm going to have to go with the AFC West on this one. I think the Chargers mm-hmm. are going to find a way to win. Um, they've been a pretty solid team over the last couple of years. They don't have a lot of problems at quarterback. There's not really this big question mark around their quarterback's health and how he's going to play. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, Austin Eckler is going to have, I think, a solid game and be healthy. Their defense has been pretty good so far um, in the last couple of years, I guess I could say. And so I say that the uh, car, the Chargers are not going to charge this Sunday. <laughs> yep. But so uh, I think they'll get a win. You don't want to learn from my mistake, picking the AFC West team, and then they lose and everyone hates you, and Todd Davis <laughs> is coming at you on Twitter, so it's Henry, so it's Alexis. No, I'm gonna. I have to go with the Chargers, man. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win. Yeah, I go with the Chargers too. To me, to me, I see the Dolphins as like they have one thing that they're really, really, really good at. And if you're if you're a team in the bottom half of the league, you probably just can't stop Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like you probably just can't. Like those guys will make a couple plays, and that's probably enough. Against the Chargers, though, like I just think they have so much juice on offense that you give up a couple of big plays, you'll be able to get those right back. And I think. Just top to bottom, the Chargers roster is better. Um, you know, they get Rashawn Slater back, which I've said a few times, I think, on this podcast. But that's one of the best left tackles in the league. And not having him all of last season and bringing him back, especially when you have a running back who you want to get outside the tackles, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be huge for him, too. Um, so I just I think that it's the depth of the Chargers that makes it so tough to pick against them. Well, we talk about the Chargers chargering, right, mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. And there's kind of a, diff- a few different layers to the Chargers chargering. You can start in the postseason by blowing a 21-point mm-hmm. lead. But really the first thing that happens with the Chargers chargering is injuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is just like their top guys get injured some fluke way, or by week three they're without like three of their four best players. Yep. Right now they haven't chargered Yet. Yes. Maybe that'll happen in the middle of week one. But right now, this Chargers team is healthy. And you mentioned Rashawn Slater. Derwin James is a big one. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be huge at k- trying to contain Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. And I hate that all three of us are doing this. But we are all choosing the Chargers to win this game. Hope it's not true. And I'm <laughs> curious to see uh, what teams start smelling that blood in the water with the Chiefs losing. Oh, and yeah. do is it the Broncos that step up and try to take that little lead in the division and, and try to not look back? Is it the Chargers? Do they find that next gear? Um, but I'm going the Chargers as well. And uh, Ryan is not going with the Chargers. Oh, he is goodness. going with the Lions. And so is alex or i'm sorry not the lions the, the dolphins. dolphins and so is alexis so a little split here it's all right oh, RK no. did not go with the chargers um oh, no well i have his text so maybe i sent that incorrectly you're trying to get him he's never gonna pick the chargers yeah he is let me see let me see let me just confirm he sent it in our group chat with hank so um yeah he did pick the dolphins i'm sorry about that um so he went dolphins and so did alexis i think this is gonna be such a fun game though i mean you're talking about the third quarterback picked in the draft and the fifth quarterback picked in the same draft two Uh guys that are super talented and unfortunately a lot of guys are picking herbert to win mvp this year Mm -hmm. maybe there's gonna be too much hype around him i think there's a lot of hype i think he's a good quarterback yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him winning MVP, uh, but I do think he's a good cornerback and good enough to win Sunday's matchup. So I'm gonna go with it. And I can't. I don't know. I can't pick Vic Fangio to <laughs> go <out there laughs> <and> win. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with the Chargers. Yeah, I, love I do. RK is such a Charger hater. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if he only picks him like five times all season. I don't think he's ever gonna pick him. You don't think? Wow. Yep. We're gonna have to monitor that without be- him knowing. Because I think he knows that I'm scared of justin herbert because i think he's a really good quarterback Uh i think he's gonna learn that todd also respects Mm -hmm. justin herbert maybe Uh, and so i think he's just Mm -hmm. going to intentionally go the opposite way um and let's dive into our broncos picks after i tell you about our friends over at bet 365 and they are celebrating the start of the nfl by their bet 365 promo if you bet one dollar you're going to get $365 in bonus bets when you sign up and deposit $10 into Bet365. Bet a dollar, and you're going to get $365 in bonus bets. No better way to start off the NFL season and to start tomorrow 
Sunday. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just a full slate of college and NFL games. So head over to the Bet365 app. Use the code DNVR365 in order to get this offer. That's DNVR365. Get $365 in bonus bets over at Bet365. Must be 21 and older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm pretty sure right now it's plus 277 for the Dolphins to win and the Broncos to win. And the Broncos would be all alone in first place in the AFC West. Mm. Plus 277. That might be worth a bet. I like that. It's probably, again, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win, but it, it'd be fun. I mean, it's a two and a half point spread. So, it, I mean, True. it's pretty much a coin flip. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, Also, uh, drink some Breckenridge Broncos bourbon this week because there's a Broncos game. I feel like this is the best thing you could be drinking during the game, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Bronco logo on there. It's like picked out or helped design by uh, Ed McCaffrey yeah. or Alfred Williams, depending on which one you choose. This should be the go-to drink Sunday when you're watching the Broncos play. Um, unfortunately, I won't be drinking it because I'll be in the press box, which mm. I just realized that's maybe maybe there'll be like one shot at the tailgate. Yeah. One shot at the tailgate seems fair. I think that's fair. And yeah. this reminds me of like what the players in the 80s would have been drinking before the game. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know they would have had some good bourbon. Uh, yeah. So definitely go pick up some uh, Breckenridge bourbon um, or really anything else from Breckenridge Distillery, too, because there's great stuff. There's products all over the country. You can look on their website, get stuff delivered, um, figure out where you can go buy all that sort of stuff. It's in all 50 states. Uh, go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Did you guys see uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch talking to Peyton Manning, one mm -hmm. of Peyton's places, talking mm -hmm. about the shots before the game? <laughs> yeah. Marshawn's, Peyton asked him what his uh, pregame which rules were, and Marshawn's like, one, two and a half shots. Mm -hmm. Peyton's like, shots of what? <laughs> He's like, Hennessy, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I tried that. Yeah. I tried it one game. Um, <laughs> did you uh, have a ton of tackles or none? You know, I think I messed myself up. So, like, real <laughs> real life, I'll tell you. Uh, I was warming up for the game, and I took a shot before warm-up. Oh. And I'm feeling good. I'm yeah. feeling great. Like, I'm ready to go. Uh, my body's loose. I'm like, this is it. Like, I'm ready to play. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but for some reason, I was like, well, if I feel this good off of one, why don't I take one more? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I took a second one right before the game started, and I probably had the worst game of my career. <laughs> like, uh, hands down. I, I should have stuck to one shot and been done. Did you ever try just the one? No, I was so traumatized <laughs> from that game. I was like, I'll never do this again. Never. Uh, is that a big thing? You think a, a, a decent amount of guys maybe did do it? Um, I don't know. I kind of did that one off in the corner by myself. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know who else was trying it. <laughs> As Peyton said, there's not there's not a bar in the locker room. No, or I wish. I wish. Wow. <laughs> I could see that though. Just taking a little edge off. Mm -hmm. yeah. It relaxes you a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. was too relaxed. <laughs> I was too relaxed. <laughs> Man, isn't that that is uh, the problem with drinking? Sometimes you're like, why not one more? Yeah, one more. Yeah. Yeah. I feel with... great now. Yeah. I'm gonna feel even better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's actually hop into the comment section here and before we do remember comment todd father hit us with the thumbs up and you're going to be entered to win a todd davis sign card let's see todd fathers in the chat and hit us with those thumbs up let's get to some super chats right now first one coming in from our friend the blind the blind wordsman says how does it feel to be oh and one zach ha ha yep it feels pretty <laughs> shitty so especially when you uh, when you pick the chiefs wow. and um, i expected and i'm i i'm glad that you guys gave me all the shit i, mm -hmm. I deserve it i just want to make it clear that this started for me when i picked the chiefs in the super bowl and was right mm. like i said i don't i don't want this to happen but they will you there, pick no. them even when they aren't gonna win. Henry, here's, why here's, do you always get the the heat back on you? Like it's not on you. It's you true. Here's the thing though. I picked the Chiefs in the Super Bowl too, but Henry, you just go over the top. You're like, oh, you know, it's so great watching Mahomes do this mm. and that and Travis Kelsey and this and that. Mm. I picked the Chiefs too, yet the way you present yourself, it just makes it seem like you're a Chiefs. Fan. What do you say? Like, oh, every Chief is terrible. They're all they're all they're all bad. Exactly. But they're gonna they're gonna win though. You need to learn from that. Just okay. keep saying stuff like that. Exactly, huh. Henry. Exactly. But yeah, it feels <laughs> awful. Uh, he comes in again and says, "Also, any <laughs> Chiefs fans in the comments, stop complaining about refs. You got all the calls. Y'all are babies." Yeah, let's just talk about that for a second. For the first like three quarters of the game, 
Mm -hmm. I legitimately thought I was seeing the game wrong because mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I'm just not seeing the ball snapped properly because the right tackle is Can't just half a second early every single time. And I legitimately thought, because they didn't mention it on the broadcast either for like the first half. Mm -hmm. So what? how am I seeing this wrong? Mm -hmm. And then certainly enough, I wasn't seeing it wrong. He was just jumping or he was just false starting every single play. Yeah, and they give off his linemen that leverage like, I don't know why, but I think if you're moving before the ball is snapped, I think that's a false start. Yeah. Like it should easily be called. And they need to keep the offensive players. They need to hold them accountable, man. Mm -hmm. They they do some <laughs> stuff to us, not just us on defense. You got to check them boys out. Spoken like a true defensive player. Hey, man, I'm just <laughs> just my my uh, my story. And yeah, then the, the other crazy. thing with it is the right tackle. Mm -hmm. He's lining up way far back. Yeah. And that one, see, like I kind of get the false start thing. Because, like, you look and you're like, I think he went early. I think he went early. But then, like, occasionally somebody has the replay and it's like, no, it was right when the ball started to move, he moved. There were also some where he was, like, blatantly late. But it's so close that you can see how if, like, you're the official there, you're like, uh, I'm not confident enough to throw the flag. With the lining up thing, though, like, what's the rule? You have to be, your head has to be in front of the other guy's waist, in front of the center's waist. Mm -hmm. Like, that one, you can just <laughs> look and see that that's clearly not happening. So I'm not sure... It was a rough night for whoever was in charge of that, like the line judge. Yeah, it was, it was a really rough night. And again, shows how good Aiden Hutchinson is. Mm -hmm. And he was still destroying that game. He's a good player. That's going to be something we have to absolutely remember when the Broncos play the Lions later this season. Okay, Allen comes in and says, Monday, we're the only undefeated team left in the AFC West. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? What I say, Alan. Okay, it kind of looks like Alan, although the picture very much looks like an alien. Speaking of aliens, what? make sure to tune in 45 minutes before oh. Sunday's game yep. to find out how aliens in our pregame show could have anything to do with one another. It's going to be an awesome pregame show. Tune in at 1:40 on YouTube. So if you're listening on the podcast side of things, this is not going to be on the podcast apps. It's only going to be on YouTube. Subscribe to DNVR Sports. Tune in at 1:40 where Alexis Todd and some special guests are going to be bringing you right up till kickoff. It's going to be an awesome show. Yeah, you won't want to miss it, man. It's going to be great. Me, Alexis, some other some other uh, gentlemen you definitely want to see, mm -hmm. some ex-Broncos. Mm -hmm. um, so check us out, man. It's going to be great. Next one coming in from Jared says, hey, guys, did I get that one right you here? Jared says, hey, guys, <laughs> watching live is usually hard for me, and I will likely have to watch this later, but just wanted to stop in before Sunday and say how much I love the show. The addition of Todd Davis and his outspoken hatred for the Raiders makes me so happy. Oh, yeah, I'm glad, man. I'm glad. We hate the Raiders over here. I know <laughs> I got on black pants. Don't judge me. I still, it's still all hate <laughs> for the Raiders, man. I can't stand them boys. I love it. Black I, pants. That's fine. Yeah, black pants is fine. fine. A uh, black and silver sweater sweatshirt is not fine it's just a black sweatshirt like it's the <laughs> least there's almost nothing happening with this that sweatshirt. literally could be a raider sweatshirt no it couldn't it could it be could. i mean yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it had like a raiders logo that's the thing though is that just how close like black is the most common color gray is not far behind like we can't just be taking away colors every week that's not what dion says coach prime says about Nebraska, that's red. <laughs> like, it's easy to get rid of red. Getting rid of black, that's insane. Okay. There's okay. black everywhere. Mm. Let's go to the locker room today, see how many people are wearing black. Yeah, I'd like to. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We can count. Thinking about yesterday, I don't think I saw much black at all. Is silver? I can't remember. I wasn't looking. Would silver be a better one to look at? Because silver's a little bit less common. Um, since Henry's wearing it, yeah. Well, we can look at silver, too. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Gray, silver, same thing. Okay. <laughs> Next one from Volley Bandit says, "Growing up in LA, it's tough being a Raiders fan or being in, being a Denver fan in Raiders land. This dub will be so great. Go Denver and go DNVR. I, who is who are fans in LA? Is it the Rams? Is it the Chargers? Is it the Raiders? I feel like it's just everyone now. Yes, whoever is winning that yeah. year. I think you know LA." Fans are kind of fickle. They kind of move with the tide. Um, so if you're up and you're having a good year, you'll get a lot of support. But if you're not and you're the Chargers, your, your stadium will feel like an away game every every week. So it's kind of it's, it's kind of all over the place. It's it's a mm -hmm. lot of Raiders fans for sure, though. No matter what, because mm -hmm. growing up, I did see a lot of Raiders hats. 
Um, and maybe in the Bay, you see more like 49 and stuff, but LA, there's more, definitely more Raiders fans. How weird was it? And maybe just like comical was it to play the Chargers in a small soccer stadium uh-huh. with more Broncos fans than Raiders fans? I loved it. I mean, it was not, it was always tough for me because I had to buy like 25 tickets. <laughs> and your family thinks those tickets are free. Like, yeah. no, you have to pay for all every single one of those you tickets. Get like two for free? Not uh, at away games. Away no, games, maybe not. I don't yeah. think we get any for free. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. So I'm coming out of pocket. <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely would have a lot of family in there. So it always felt like a home game for me. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. A lot of 51s out there. For sure. And last super chat coming in from Austin says, Nothing I love more than watching the Chiefs lose. Mm. Happy Friday, boys. Let's go, Broncos. I'm predicting 24 to 14 win for the Broncos. I love it. That would hit the under. I believe the over-under is 44 right now. I'd say 30 to 17. Is that what you're going with? That's what I'm feeling. 30 17. Wow, we're saving we're saving our picks for just the next segment, Henry. Oh, but I still like I th- 30 I thought to 17. This is the end. No, you just you just want to hop into picks, and you know what? We can hop into picks let's right hop. now. Okay, let's After hop into picks. I tell you about our friends oh, over at Shady Rays. Mm. You're going to need some Shady Rays to watch this Denver Broncos offense under Sean Payton. When you're out there at the game, make sure to wear those Shady Rays. You hear, show a picture of yourself wearing these Shady Rays right here. If your hear looks good in them, I guarantee you, you're going to look good in them. So go to ShadyRays.com. <laughs> that's, that's actually a guarantee. Use the code DNVR to get 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays. Buy yourself a pair and then get your girlfriend a pair for mm. free. Get your boss a pair for free since it's 50% off. Mm-hmm. Get your whole family a pair 50% off by using that code DNVR over at ShadyRays.com. No, it should be like a birthday thing. You say like, hey, I got you these for your birthday, but really... You stay can get your own. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, get your yeah. own for free. Did I steal that read from you, Todd? Which one? Shady Race. No, I'm a, okay. I got back okay. in Shanky. Okay, good, good, good. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to smash the two. Two, 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 two. Uh, call Backus and Shaker to set up a consultation. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. They win for Colorado. They've been helping those have, who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. It's free until they win money for your case. There's no up fee to speak with them about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee. Until you win your case, basically, it's free until you win. So if you don't have money coming in, you don't have money going out. And you love that. So they want over a billion dollars for their clients that have been injured. They are serving all areas of Colorado, including neighborhoods, offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. Back in Shanker is the best in the city. They can't be beat. So call them. Smash the two. Two, 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 two. Call Back in Shanker if you've been seriously injured. All right. Now, we've got a very... Very fun last segment to dive into. And you know what we're doing here. We're doing a couple of things. One of them is predicting the other. We're presenting parting shots Mm -hmm. by Breckenridge Distillery (laughs) to celebrate the weekend. We've got some parting shots And this is presented by Breckenridge Distillery, where we leave you with our game predictions and Colorado's favorite bourbon whiskey. Visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com to find all of your favorite blends. And here's to the weekend coming up. And we're also going to be giving our Broncos picks in fired up fashion. Todd, why don't you get us fired up for this game? You're here. Why don't you have Todd get us fired up for this game? Against this Raiders team, Henry, dive into your pick. Yeah, I mean, 30-17. Is that what I said before? Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Yep. That would have been embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think 30 is very reasonable. I think that sounds like a high number here, but it's really not a very high number in the grand scheme of football, especially when you're playing the Raiders. Um, you get Sean Payton in with a new offense that nobody's seen before. You get to 
pick him apart underneath, which is what he's so good at. Like those are throws that I think we've seen Russell get much, much better at over the course of training camp. Um, and in the running game, like you can, you should be able to just run away in the second half of this game. Um, and then defensively 17 points honestly feels a little bit high, which again, like Raiders have put up 28 points per game against the Broncos since Josh Jacobs got there 19 points per game against the rest of the league. We we've seen this before and maybe this is a little bit optimistic, but it just feels like they don't have the, the juice to keep up. Yeah. I think that no matter what, man, it's the AFC West. So all these games are going to be close. And so for my pick, I'm going to say 24, 20. I think the Broncos are going to be able to get the win and it'll feel like we have more of a, uh, dominant game than the score of 24 to 20, mm-hmm. but I think it's just the AFC West, man. I think the games are going to be close. Um, you know, their defense may show up and make some plays, even though there's not many, you know, guys that we are nervous about. It's just how football is, man. So I'm gonna say 24 20 Broncos still get the win. Should that be switched? Because I feel like the 24 yeah, is under like, the Raiders. It does look like wow. everyone's taking the Raiders yeah. on this. Uh, <laughs> on this, we'll have uh, that switch, but um, this is gonna be a clean sweep. This is going to be a clean sweep. We're all taking the Broncos to win Ooh. this game. I've got the Broncos by the second. Okay, the third largest spread here. I'm going 27 points. We're going to feel Sean Payton's impact right away in this game. And Sean Payton's going to want everyone to feel the Sean Payton impact. 27 points. Wouldn't be surprised if they get to Henry's 30. And the Broncos are going to hold the Raiders to 17 points. And you would take this in a heartbeat. I've got them covering the spread. Broncos right now over at Bet365 looking at a three and a half point favorite mm. in this game so todd's got him covering the spread i've got him covering the spread henry's got him covering the spread alexis has got him covering the spread ryan doesn't have him covering the spread but he's got wow. them winning 24 to 21 alexis has got them winning 24 to 10 and i think this is a big game for the broncos to get momentum within themselves feel comfortable and confident about who they are mm-hmm. and then also at the end of the weekend they're going to be looking around and saying we got a game lead on the Raiders. We got a game lead on the Chiefs. Yep. And they're going to be rolling into Monday with confidence that they haven't had in so long because they're going to look up at Sean Payton and say, man, we believe in that guy and we believe in the direction we're going. Show us the way, Father. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's confidence is key. You know, football is 80% mental. If you don't feel like you can win games, if you don't feel like you can be dominant, I don't think you'll ever find it. And I think the Broncos have a lot of talented guys on the team, but they haven't won yet. Really, the only people that have won in the building is maybe like Frank Clark, uh, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, and Sean Payton. Like, everybody else needs to learn the winning culture. And, the, and it starts with getting your first big win, and then also the confidence that comes with it, that's how you roll and get to more wins within the season. Is it tough to be confident when you've lost six in a row to the Raiders? (laughs) It is. So you have to beat them. I think that's the only way you get over that mental hurdle is actually beating the team who has beat you the last six times in a row. And there's one thing to look at with this game. When you boil all the matchups down, you just look at the head coach. Mm -hmm. And the way I like to look games at its most simple form in the NFL is who has the advantage at head coach, who has the advantage at quarterback. If one team owns both of those, they're probably going to win the game. Probably. You could maybe see last night is maybe the anomaly there. Mm -hmm. Um, But just with with everything that's going on with the the Chiefs and the Lions, you could see. But typically, team that has the advantage in both of those is going to win. The Broncos, you can make it a case that it's a push at quarterback, maybe a slight edge to Jimmy Garoppolo after the way Russ played last year. Maybe mm-hmm. if you want to look historically, you say Russ has a slight edge. So maybe a push there at head coach. It is not even close. Last year, unfortunately, it was close because the Broncos had one of the worst head coaches in the NFL, and so did the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Now the Broncos have a top five coach in the NFL, maybe top three after this year, after we see what Sean Payton does. And the Raiders still have a bottom coach. Maybe the worst coach in the NFL. In fact, I think this is the last time that the Broncos play Josh McDaniels. Uh Uh-oh. I think he's fired before week 18. This is going to be the last time that they have to face Josh. I like it. And I wish that this could be the game that he gets fired on after, (laughs) but it's not going to happen after week one. But I do think he starts losing the team after week one. How bad would it have to be to get fired week one? You would have to get torched. Like 70 to zero. Like, yeah. People be, had to be fighting on the sidelines. Yep. It had to be a whole mm, show. Didn't he get like... caught screaming on the sideline like Monday Night Football or something? Yep. 
Like you need you need him to have like a very public meltdown uh-huh. on top of losing like fifty to three or something. Yep. And uh, you say uh, people fighting on the sideline. Uh oh. Huh. Struck a nerve. Last year. The Broncos head coach got fired yep. after multiple different guys were fighting on the sideline. You saw Randy Gregory punch someone yep. after the game. You saw uh, Dalton Reisner push his own backup quarterback on the sideline. And so maybe that is something that needs to happen. I think you also <laughs> need to see dysfunction happen with the offense since he leads that group. Yep. And you need to see dysfunction happen um, with maybe Max Crosby comes out after the game and says, this is all BS. Or Devontae mm-hmm. Adams mm-hmm. comes out. And man, wouldn't that be something we Week one after that loss. Just pack his bags and go. Don't even come back on the team playing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Stay just, in Denver. You still might have a home here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so those are our parting shots. Anything else you want to say before this game? We're finally here. I think I've gotten it all in my system. I think the Broncos <laughs> are going to win. I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm confident that there will be some Sean Payton storyline somehow. I'm not sure if it's him like complaining about a ref or like doing something on the <laughs> sideline or like he says something after the game. But I do think Monday there will be something Sean Payton like that'll be kind of fun to talk about. I think so too. Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready for the pregame show on yes. Sunday. Oh yeah. Um, if you bring in anything Super Bowl Fifty, man, um, with the team, a hat, mm. a jersey, or something, mm. I'll buy you a drink. I think oh. that'll be that'll be fun to see some memorabilia from that year because it was such a great year for us. So that's my uh, push for everybody to be drunk and having a good time. So bring in some Super Bowl Fifty gear and let's let's have a good time. I love it. And before we get out of here, you here? Have you drawn a winner for the Todd Davis card? I did, and it's Alan. I mean, Alien. It's <laughs> Alien. Alan the Alien. In it, honor of everything going on in Area 51, he deserves it. Yes, I sir. love it. I, I like love it. it. So, Alien, either send an email to info at the DNVR, letting them know that you won this, or you can DM the Broncos Twitter account, DNVR underscore Broncos on Twitter, and then we'll get your information and get you this card. And tune in. 140 on YouTube or come down to the bar if you're not going to the game to see the pregame show. It's going to be an absolute blast. We already have a lot of this content out there, so make sure to check it all out. 140, game of 225. Let's see how this thing's going to unfold. And I hope that we're talking about a Broncos win after because we're also doing a post game immediately after the show on YouTube. So check us out. Keep rolling with us and enjoy the weekend. See y'all. Enjoy football being back. <laughs>